Hello everybody, Paul Jankarella here from Speaking to Empower, and I wanted to address a few things, but before I do that, I want to let you know that I am bringing you another episode of a podcast from Marketing Motivation. And folks, let me tell you this. Talk about knocking your socks off. I think the only thing that can do that right now is getting struck by a car or listening to this podcast. Just saying. So tune in. Okay. Change is hard at first, messy in the middle, and gorgeous at the end. I love that. Hard at first, messy in the middle, and gorgeous at the end. And I think that's what we all strive for, is the gorgeous at the end. What I unfortunately hope for is gorgeous in the beginning, gorgeous in the middle, and gorgeous at the end. And that's, um, it just doesn't work that way. It's like reaping without sowing. You know, it's the law of polarity. You know, there's an opposite for everything. And when we want something worthwhile, there's going to be some type of sacrifice, no matter how desirable uh, the need or want is. And Matthew Kelly was speaking this morning, and basically he said this in passing, but I picked it up as as a great quote. The most damaging lies are those we tell ourselves. And he said that in passing only because he went into a litany of things or a litany of lies that we tell ourselves, you know, that's not that fattening. Oh, it's only a couple bites. Um, I'm just going to take, you know, an extra 10 minute snooze before I get out of bed. Um, what she doesn't know won't hurt her. He's full of himself. Or any gossiping um, that's disparaging to the person you're talking about. Uh, And even in our thoughts, we have very disparaging thoughts. Like, oh, look at this guy coming up here. Hey, how you doing, buddy? How's it going? You know, and we act the exact opposite of what our thoughts are telling us. And that's... That's not necessarily a good thing. So, you know, keep in mind that, you know, we need to be consistent uh, in our thoughts and actions. Because sometimes what we think about will in fact come about. And generally that is the, the case most of the time. Hey, listen, go the extra mile. 
it's never crowded at the end. There might be a lot of spectators, but go that extra mile. Because a lot of people do what they're expected to do. Nothing more, and generally, nothing less. But over-deliver. You, you won't go wrong with over-delivery. Yeah, but what if someone takes advantage of my over-delivery? It's impossible. Because it's only going to help you uh, immensely. So, look into over-delivering. Um, you know, providing more value, whatever you can can come up with. I don't know why I just stuttered right there, but I am not been drinking. Um, I'm only drinking water, and it doesn't taste like vodka. Mm-hmm. Yep, no, it's water. So, Darren Hardy today, in his video email, titled... Capture people's hearts at work. And basically, there's six ways to love them or they'll leave you. And the first one is belief in the cause or the mission. You have to believe in what you're doing and what you're all about. Now, that sounds trite uh, and, in a certain respect, obvious, but some people don't take pride or passion in what they do. And a belief in what you do is only going to help attract the right people to your cause. And the second one is belief in the leader. You know, people do not leave jobs. They leave leaders or people. And generally, if it's a person that they have issue with, um, the leader has not made it possible for them to thrive uh, with that person there. So in other words, the, the leader did nothing about it or did nothing to help the situation. So you need to believe in the leader. And, and as a leader, you need to believe in the leaders below you because everybody in a certain respect is a leader. And belief in the values, um, the values in the company, the values in an organization, the values in a relationship, uh, there needs to be belief in those values, what does the person stand for that you're uh, looking to form a relationship with, for example? You know, if they don't have uh, good values or they don't portray, I'm going to say, um, you know, clean habits, then there could be uh, a problem. The fourth one is Keep it in the strength zone. Uh, and this one here is doing what works best for the individual. 
whether it's a volunteer, an employee, um, a, a, a new person to a, a, a group or organization, keep it in the strength zone in the sense that recognize the person's strengths and feed him things that are going to strengthen those traits, you know? Uh, you don't want a, a tech-savvy individual uh, doing odds and ends in, in maintenance, you know? Um, evidence of growth. There needs to be a um, testimonial of sorts that growth not only is possible, but has been done and where, in fact, the growth has come from. And the last one, number six, is like the team. You have to like who you're with. If you don't like who you're with, find qualities and traits about the person, people, or things that you can get accustomed to. You know, we're not going to like everybody. But sometimes we have to like things until we like things. You know, like it until you like it is the way I look at it. Now, moving on, um, Father Najim, my pastor at St. Pius X was commenting to his seminarians years ago to be a lifelong learner. Uh, love books, all types of books. And I always think of my friend that does not read nor cares to read at all. And Perhaps that may change at some point, but you really, in my opinion, need to love books if you like and love growth. Listen to talks. Listen to books. That's a possibility. On your way to work, if you have a um, you know, significant commute, my commute's not that long uh, at all, but I still listen to books to talks because my commute basically consists of walking the dog to and from or from and to the house. Explore. Explore new opportunities. Learn. Learn what you're studying now over and over. Grow your mind. It's, it's powerful when it starts getting momentum. And Jim Kennedy says, keep friends close, but your enemies closer. I'm sure we've all heard that before. But what does it mean? Yes, it's great to have um, friends, and naturally they're going to be close to you. But have closer relationships with your enemies in a certain respect so you know what they're up to and you can be defending yourself in the event of any 
attacks, if you will. But also, we should be praying for our enemies just as much as we are praying for our supporters. You know, a big, a big issue is the pro-abortion and pro-life fronts. There are uh, passionate folks on both sides of the aisle, and no one's really going to budge in a certain respect. Um, Very rarely are you going to convert someone across the line. Now, don't get me wrong, it happens, um, it happens, but in an argument or debate with someone, generally at the end of the debate, do you very rarely win them over. But if you can form a genuine relationship with them, and, and first and foremost would be praying sincerely for those folks, those people on the opposite side that you sit on, and ask for some help in forming a, a bond in a certain respect. And it's much easier to convert a friend than it is an enemy. So that's my take on that. And Yogi Berra said, pair up in threes, and if there's not enough, pair up in twos. Now, he was um, talking about that because there was an exercise in baseball that uh, regularly had you uh, pair up in twos, naturally, and two on two, then it was two on two and whatever exercise it was, and, and you'd go through that drill. Well, this other drill that uh, they were doing was in threes. Instead of saying group in threes, he was accustomed to saying pair up. So that's why he said the pair up in threes. I added the if there's not enough pair up in twos. Um, I'm sure most of you realize that the earth itself revolves around the sun, which is called a year, 365 and one quarter days. And the earth also revolves around its axis, its axis in in a 24-hour period of time. But did you know how fast the earth is moving around the sun and how fast the earth is moving around its axis. I was alarmed to learn how fast. It was 67,000 miles per hour that it's moving around the sun. The planet that you're presently on right now as you listen to this is moving 67,000 miles per hour around the sun. 
and it's moving 1,000 miles per hour around its axis. So in order to make that full day complete, it has to be moving at 1,000 miles per hour. Now, I'm sure that's within line of what it's actually tabulating to be because the internet can have some errors here and there, but it was fascinating to me to, to learn that. And that's a great trivia question, you know, or did you know question. So keep that in mind. Uh, I look forward to touching base with you tomorrow, Lord willing. In the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.